Quidditch is easy enough to understand. Each team has seven players, three chasers, two beaters, one keeper, and the seeker. That's you. There are three kinds of balls. This one's called the quaffle. Now, the chasers handle the quaffle and try to put it through one of those three hoops. The keeper, that's me, defends the hoops. With me so far? I think so. What are those? Bludger. Nasty little buggers. But you are a seeker. The only thing I want you to worry about is this. The golden snitch. I like this ball. Ah, you like it now? Just wait. It's wicked fast and damn near impossible to see. What do I do with it? You catch it. Before the other team seeker. You catch this, the game is over. You catch this, Potter. And we win. Hello and welcome to the Rank Kings, the podcast that drafts a Quidditch team. I'm Danny Weiser. I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, Ty McGowan. And also this week, somebody's helping us do this draft. He's the host of the Big Screen Sports Podcast and the host of Baseball America's From Phenom to the Farm. It's Kyle Banduho. Kyle, what's up, buddy? I'm so excited. So excited. <laughs> the anticipation. I'm so glad I... I I didn't just find out that we're doing a draft because you had told me I just didn't pay attention, but I'm now even more excited <laughs> that we're doing a draft. I'm so glad this would work out. Ty and I, I, I know you're fairly newish to the show. We have a weird tradition where every August we just do Harry Potter themed episodes. Uh, and so I, I just kind of threw a shot in the dark, like, Hey, any chance you're a Harry Potter guy? I'm so glad you said yes because this specific like episode requires both a Harry Potter knowledge and b general sports knowledge. And believe it or not, those Venn diagrams don't cross over very often. I'm a, uh, it's, a it's a real sport, dude. Come on. I'm a grown, yeah, serious so adult, and I have all seven Harry Potter books in my office bookshelf. There you go. Hey, bud, you can look right above my head at the <laughs> two different Harry Potter art things hanging on my yeah. wall. So it's I, the, I feel like... I think the coolest thing about Harry Potter is that it wasn't written by anyone. Like, no one knows who yeah. wrote it. You ju <laughs> it just, it's just descended from the heavens. Yeah, it's just, just seven books written by absolutely no one. No one knows their name. Uh, and that's great. That's it's it's a really cool thing that there's just no one we have to attribute those books to because they're so important. I love them so much. And just like much like... Much like the Ten Commandments, just etched in stone from a force no one knows. Yeah, and nothing has ever come after the books or the movies. Nothing. Not one thing. Not one. Not one Harry Potter related thing. So crazy how that works out. You think they capitalize on that? I huh? know. Yeah, <laughs> they they chose to they chose to instead of like monetizing to no end, they just like we're just gonna leave this alone. It's really special. Yeah. Truly, truly a special work by by everyone yeah. involved. Until the video game this Christmas, hopefully. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hope yeah, it's yeah. good. I really hope it's good. Uh, yeah, we Ty and I both big Harry Potter guys, even bigger Percy Jackson guys. It just does not have the same kind of mass appeal. Like we've been talking a long time. Like, how do we do a Percy Jackson episode? It just doesn't work. Yeah, I don't <laughs> think nobody. I I didn't read Percy Jackson as a kid, and like I I'm not in the place where I have the time to to dive into that. But like that. I've heard so much better things about. You know, like hypothetically, if Harry Potter did have a writer, I've heard so many better things mm -hmm. about the writer of Percy Jackson and just the yeah. books in general. So that's a, it's it's something that I missed out on, which is a real shame. Yeah. San Antonio's own Rick Riordan. Yeah. Oh no, really? Um, yeah, love that. And he'll get to you. Yeah, uh, they're coming out with a TV show, so you can catch that. I, I, will, I will catch that then. And then books, if you're yeah. interested. 
Super excited about that. Leave it to me and Ty to turn a Harry Potter episode into Percy Jackson talk. <laughs> That's just kind of what you get here at the rankings. But uh, so this week, this is our monthly draft episode. Ugh. Since it is Harry Potter theme, we kind of only had the one choice. We will be drafting a Quidditch team. So that consists of a seeker, three chasers, two beaters, a keeper, and we're going to draft a reserve, um, someone who can fill in if there's like injuries or someone whatever you know what i mean well i originally um, wanted to do a draft the frog choir out of musicians but right. you shut that down real quick yeah it the, <laughs> believe it or not the pool of singing animals is much smaller than the pool of I mean, all professional athletes everywhere my florida georgia line frog choir oh. would have been great <laughs> i so i i'm not i can't do this i'm not doing this bit with you. <laughs> you're refusing to engage it's it's usually it's like our thing on this show is like you'll start a dumb bit and I'll continue it. We'll play back and forth. I'm not doing it. I can't. I have to shut this one down. I'm so sorry. I'm sure you understand and I know our listeners do. Uh, but uh, so this is a snake draft. The way this will work uh, if you're if you've ever done any kind of fantasy drafting, I know you guys are familiar. But listeners, in case you're not, uh, there's three of us and we'll do snake draft style. So we'll do. Uh, first pick, second pick, third pick, whoever picks third in the first round picks first in the second round. We'll go in reverse order, keep keep going after that. Um, I threw our names in a random order generator for the sake of fairness. Ty, you get the first pick. Yes. Kyle, you get the second pick, Let's and go. I get the third pick. Can we do two minutes on just how obvious it is that the person who wrote these books didn't yes. understand how sports work? <laughs> Yeah, Quidditch is a bad sport. Bad. It's a incredibly poorly designed sport. Couple easy fixes, really. The the mm-hmm. seeker, the hundred fifty points, like it just. It, obvi- I understand it's a plot device to make Harry more important than everyone else because you know obviously you need that. I mean, he's certainly not important enough. Um, but it's really really foolish. That I I'm of the camp that the snitch should be worth like thirty points. I think that makes yeah. it much more. The snitch should be worth 30 points and also uh, slightly easier to catch. So it's very mm. like strategic. And then you're spending your half your time, like not wanting the other guy to catch it or something like that. That, right. would, that would be, but instead it's worth 150 points, which yeah, is there should be like a, the total score has to get to this before you can catch the snitch. Maybe just to, because otherwise, like if I'm a chaser or a beater, I'm spending my entire time looking for the snitch so I could point it out to my, to my seeker you know because they're they don't matter exactly even a little bit they don't matter at <laughs> exactly all. Yeah, i don't I, know ireland won the world cup even though okay Victor Crumb I, caught the snitch i'm just saying i hate I mean, that everyone's like excuse hey, me uh, i push my glasses up real quick but yeah. i hate i hate that everyone was just like hey what's your name your sport is stupid and so they were like okay well i'll put in one example of why it, <laughs> it, it actually worked yeah. but you can tell so you can tell can they put didn't, their glasses up at me they didn't really <laughs> understand what uh what is going on in sports in general. But yeah, the snitch, even the snitch being worth like 10 points would be sick because then it's like, yeah. it's so strategic about how to catch it. And again, if you're like, if you're getting stopped, if your team's like getting stopped, if you're down like 80 to 10 and like points matter, I believe with like the house cup, like points matter, like how much right. you win by how, like, so it's like, if your team is down by 70 and you're like, this didn't get any better. I need to catch this thing as fast as possible. Yeah. I would also love if just like, if you make it like, the other positions more important, the snitch less important. You could get like defensive minded seekers who, oh, like, yeah, they're the best in the game at keeping the other seeker from catching this. Like, that would be so cool. You get none of that because of this dumb, dumb, very stupid, dumb sport. Yeah, yeah, agreed, <laughs> agreed. 
Agreed. Okay. <laughs> I just I just wanted to address the fact that yeah, it's no, it's a dumb good. sport. Absolutely. Also, I'm not sure if I explained it because again, I'm bad at podcasting. Um, the the pool that we are drafting from is all professional athletes currently active, and yeah. so we're not yeah we're not going all time. They're just current active professional athletes is who is who we're drafting out of. We thought about all time, but then that like kind of eliminates the likelihood of us picking each other's like players. And yeah, it's just too much. You got to limit it somehow. And it's still a very large, which, which large is a pool. shame because I had the all time. I had the best beater of all time. Yeah. Uh, you guys remember Vincente Padilla who would throw at anyone's <laughs> head. That guy, that guy is a beater because that is literally how he pitched. Oh, you're going to dig in on me? I'm going to throw a 95-mile-an-hour fastball at your head. I bet Randy Johnson would be an incredible beater. Oh. Yeah. I mean, yeah. him on a broom, though, he's so tall. <laughs> His feet would be hanging so low. That would be a hilarious image to see. <laughs> so good. All right. Uh, if you guys are ready, Ty, you get the first pick. Yeah, so I'm going with my team captain here. Um, okay. I'm going with a beater. Uh, a person who does nothing but win her entire career. I'm going with tennis legend Serena Williams. Oh, dang it! That's good. That's, that's, that's the whole. That's the whole motion pick. of the beater is the tennis swing. That's that's real good. Like that. That was that was my first pick. So that's <laughs> first person spot. I thought of when we were doing this. Yeah, me too. All right. Uh, Freaking sick. All right, Kyle, you're up. <laughs> okay, so um, much like much like the author of these books, I believe the seeker is the most important position. Just in this hypothetical, we can't change mm-hmm. rules. And what did what did we learn uh, in the in these books? Seeker's doing a lot of like a lot of searching. It's got to be a ball hawk mm-hmm. for one. Like mm-hmm. got it. Got to be able to sniff that thing out. And get it. Also, and here's my cuss word, Ty. He needs to be able to talk a gang of shit. That's one thing oh, okay. Harry do, Harry doesn't do very <laughs> yeah. well. Doesn't get in the doesn't get in the dome of the guys he plays against. He gets gets away Agreed. with it in the time, but yeah. like like Draco Malfoy can can talk that talk. He just couldn't yeah. walk that walk, you know. So <laughs> I, I think it's really important to be a ball hawk and just be able to psych a guy out, just talk talk trash the whole time. And that's why my seeker is uh, Los Angeles Rams quarterback Jalen Ramsey. Oh, okay. <laughs> the, oof, oof, the king oof, of talking that good. smack. That's really good. That's a good Man. one. Did not have okay. any quarterback or cornerbacks on my uh, draft board. Me neither, but I should have now that you said that. <laughs> That's another. It's another problem with me, me being so unplugged from football just in general. It's like, who are the good football players? <laughs> <laughs> totally out on it. Um, okay. Dang it. I was. You really wanted certain, Serena Williams, didn't you? Yeah, really, really bad. <laughs> All right. Well, then, because it seems like Ty and I are on the same wave, same wavelength, I don't want Kyle to swoop in there and take. I'm just going to get both of my beaters out of the way, just so I make sure I have this this duo. Uh, I'm taking Roger Federer and Rafael Nadal. Okay. Oh, that's, okay. That's good. That's good. I they're two of the best in the world. They've been at each other's throats competitively for a very very long time. Um, there's a fun sense of camaraderie that you get there in tennis against competitors because they do spend so much time like learning about each other. Um, one's right-handed, one's left-handed. We've got both sides of the field uh, like taken care of. Um, I feel good about this. It wasn't wasn't my first round trap picks initially, but uh, I, I feel good about this. I like that. I like that. Tennis legends. Tennis legends. Um, Kyle, you're up again. So I am actually going to take my reserve 
Oh, because okay. we get one reserve. I need it to be someone who can who can fill in when necessary. And yep. so if I need them to hop on a broom and be a chaser and sling that rock, this this person can do that. My dog agrees with me. I don't know if you can hear that. <laughs> uh, I, I love a passionate family. Yeah. yeah. I, I, so I need this person to be able to get on the get on the broom, sling sling that quaffle at high heat. Uh, but I, I might need them to to be a beater and and, and swing swing ferociously. And that's why, uh, as my reserve, I am taking Shohei Otani. Oh. <laughs> My whole board is just being destroyed right now. Interesting. I like Freaking that. He can do a lot. I'll be honest, he could probably play keeper too. He was my he was one of my chasers. He was like at the top of my chaser board, but dang it. That's a good one. Drafting my for whole depth. board is just obliterated right now. <laughs> All right. Ty, God, what a good pick. Ty, you got two in a row. Okay, so seeker, very important. I'm gonna go with my seeker. Um, so my idea of a seeker was they have to be able to look basically 360 degrees the entire time, maneuver around bludgers and chasers and everyone else while also keeping focused on on the uh, Am finish I frozen? line, so to say. So I thought F1 drivers would be the best seekers because their heads are on the swivel. They're a little bit smaller, so they're going to be a little faster on the broom. And I'm going the greatest F1 driver of all time, Lewis Hamilton, as my seeker. Yeah. I have two seekers written down, and he's one of them. I I love this pick for the same reasons. The perception is there, the speed is there, oh the focus God, is there. On. Yeah, is I was pick. I was Shit. texting my brother, who's also a huge Harry Potter nerd. I was like, "What would be like? What athlete would be a good seeker?" Not and he's you. like, "Honestly, like a pilot or an F one driver." And I was like, "Oh yeah, that makes sense." He's like, "Yeah, they wouldn't fall for the Ronsky feint at all." And I was like, "Okay." <laughs> it was very very cool that my uh, my internet just literally stopped. Which is like, <laughs> like I looked down. I was like, Ty was talking, and then like both of your faces froze, and I was like, "What is going on?" I looked, and I had zero bars. It was just like disconnected. Uh, Ty, you're also going to be able to hear me uh, tell my wife "love you" as she leaves to go walk the dog. So okay, leave it in, leave it in, McGowan. Um, did you hear who I picked? No. So I said, uh, I, last I heard was you. You said like, so my seeker. And then it was like, Lewis Hamilton. Oh God, that's sick! Yeah. That's yeah, sick, so Sir Lewis so Hamilton. Good. Yeah, man, man that's that's, yeah. that's real good. That I, I was telling, I, I had two seekers written down. Lewis Hamilton's one of them, and so now uh, I, I free reign. I could just wait till the end to take a seeker. Yeah, so yes. that feels good there. But what if we we could take one of your seekers at a different position? And I hope not. Yeah. I only have one more written down. I, I can still I, take I my. Be surprised. Uh, I still have a wild card too that I haven't taken yet. Mm-hmm. And you got to pick right now. Oh, yeah, I do have a pick right now. Okay, well, then I'll go with my chaser. He's kind of going to lead the offense. Um, I want to go with someone who's accurate, who has experience leading an offense. He was the second most accurate quarterback in the NFL last season. He's also very mobile. Kyler Murray. He's going to be fast. He'll know how to scoot around. And the way they shoot, it's not like, you know, a basketball shot. It's, it's, a, it's a pass. And second most accurate QB in the league. Gotta what are you going to do when he, he takes your Quidditch team out of his Instagram bio? It's tough. It's <laughs> a good point. It's a good point. It's <laughs> true. We'll, we'll deal with that when, it, when we get to it. <laughs> All right, Kyle, you're up. Hmm. 
What direction do I want to go? So I, I've drafted Jalen Ramsey. I've drafted Shohei Otani. Um, Still mad about it. I was counting on it. Shouldn't have. But I feel good about my beaters being there. I'm going to go ahead and, and pick a chaser. Uh, this is someone who I, I want chaser. I obviously I want them to have a strong arm. Want them to be able to whip the quaffle. But like on a broom, you're going to be you're going to be flying. You're going to be hanging off that thing. You're going to have to throw from weird angles over people, under people. I'm going with Patrick Mahomes. He can just throw it. He can oh, sling it from any nice. angle. <laughs> I should have prepared more. My whole freaking board is just gone. My whole draft board just destroyed. See, I was oh, worried so about Mahomes because he's bigger. So he would be a little bit slower on the broom. But he's Patrick Mahomes, so he, he always finds a way to do something. That's that's exactly it. All right. Well, this is just – at this point, it's out of necessity because you guys are taking all of my chasers. Uh, well, specifically, Kyle is taking all of my chasers. <laughs> so I'm going to get two of them to make sure I've got two of my people. Um, the first one I'm taking should be no surprise to anybody. Uh-oh. It's Luka Doncic. <laughs> it's, it's my beautiful, handsome son. Slovenian professional basketball player, uh, former EuroLeague champion, rookie of the year, three-time All-Star, incredible passing accuracy, incredible court vision, uh, he's a good shooter. He can do it all. He can lead your offense. He can pass to your teammates. He's got good hands to catch. He's got uh, he's got incredible scoring ability. He can do it all. This is an easy choice, and I would have been devastated if he had been taken from me. He he wasn't on my draft board because even but though you he might is, have taken him out of spite because well, you're a bastard. Even <laughs> even though he's extremely athletic, he just never passes the eye test for me. He just looks like someone who walked onto the court. I'm I'm Let's worried about I'm worried about like if this if these games are taking place at, at Hogwarts Hogsmeade's really close big sweet shop uh you know multiple <laughs> multiple pubs like no, I, it's just I'm too, not just worried too close. because there's no video games there's no video games at, at Hogwarts so he's not going to be distracted he's not going to be a sedentary I'm I'm I feel confident about it the sweets aren't the issue the issue is that he plays Fortnite for 12 hours a day during the offseason. <laughs> That's where the problem is. Um, I'm going to get another one. This one is another one that feels obvious, but sometimes the obvious one is the right choice. I'm going with Steph Curry as a chaser. That's a good one. That's a good. That's that's um, good. That's good. Why the regard is the greatest shooter in NBA history, eight-time NBA All-Star, eight-time All-NBA selection, two-time MVP, four-time champion. Uh, he's the best shooter in basketball history. He runs the Golden State offense. He's a great passer. Uh, he's got great vision. He's quick. Uh, I yeah. I this is an easy choice for me that I wanted to make sure that didn't get taken from me. Uh, Kyle, you've got another one. I'm gonna go with my keeper. Um, Ooh, okay. Another uh, uh, another one of your I guess former uh, a former son of yours. Um, an- mm-hmm. Another Eastern European. Uh, I, I want my keeper to be able to cover those three rings at the same time, baby. Let's go, Boban. <laughs> oh, it's so I good. fun fact. Fun fact. Interesting. Going I, with Boban. So when my when my child was younger, when Boban played for the Spurs, I would uh, take him to like child this uh, place called Aquatots, where they teach child, uh, small children to swim. And uh, mm-hmm. one day, Boban came to pick up his children from Aquatots. And that is the tallest person I've seen him. The tallest gangliest person I've ever it's seen. Insane. I've ever seen in my life. Mm-hmm. Like, it, I mean, and the thing is, you, if you like, you go to an NBA game. He's around other NBA players. He still looks very big. Like he was around a yeah. subur- bunch of suburban white people. I mean, he he looked like an alien. <laughs> it was incredible. So, I mean, 
Listen, I, even if he gets fooled, he's way out on the left ring. They're actually going for the right ring. Like he's still, he's there. He's there. He's got the length. Yeah. That's what I needed. It's a perfect pick. It's yeah. It's an incredible pick. Also, the vibes. Are you kidding it, me? The vibes are needed, through the needed roof the with Bobon in your him and, him He and would Shoha, be in every him, ad in the Daily Prophet. <laughs> oh yeah, him and Shohei hanging out, just just vibing off each other. Love that. Incredible vibes on Kyle's team right now. <laughs> Uh, all right, Ty, you've got two in a row. Um, okay, I'll go with my other beater. Uh, probably another tennis legend. He just won Wimbledon. I'm going with the Joker. I'm going with Djokovic as my as my beater. <laughs> yeah, I just got my wow. top four of my draft board. I'm so happy. Um, and then I'm going with my keeper. Not going the Bobon route. I'm going to go with someone who who actually plays the position. I'm going with Allison Becker, goalkeeper for Liverpool. That's that's a good okay. that's a good call. You yeah. can't can't really can't really argue with that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We're gonna go against picking a, ho- or a soccer goal. What hurts me um, is the only soccer goalies I can name off the top of my head are Tim Howard and Hope Solo. Neither of who I believe <laughs> yeah, so both are retired. Both retired. <laughs> both retired. Uh, all right, Kyle, you're up. So, hmm. you've got one seeker, one keeper, one chaser in your reserve. No, I picked my reserve. That's that's who you have okay, drafted yeah, yeah. so far is what I meant. Um I am gonna go I'm gonna go with a chaser. I'm mainly gonna go with this because uh Ty Ty just made me have a panic attack. Um this is someone who I have seen fit a quaffle like similar similar ball into extremely tight spaces. Uh I am picking the other Joker. I am picking uh Nikola Jokic. Uh, okay. to, I watched him. <laughs> I watched good. him play the Spurs, and I watched that gigantic man pass like it's nobody's business. I like that he's a little more sturdy. Beater's gonna, you know, I I, I think we all remember in uh, in the Sorcerer's Stone movie that uh, the Slytherin team was very aggressive. They uh, they shoved yeah. the, you know they shoved. Uh, I think it was I, I can't remember, but they shoved someone into like a pylon. Which was tough. I think it was like Angelina Johnson. Yeah, exactly. As I push my glasses up real quick. Good, good luck. <laughs> I think it was Angelina Johnson. Good luck sh- uh, shoving a giant Serbian man into in, into that. Yeah. So I, I feel good about that. I've I've got some stoutness in my yeah. chaser yeah. ranks. You got a large good team, a lot of yeah. length on your team, a lot of lads, a lot of lot yeah. of bruvs just with some bits <laughs> of girth. <laughs> okay. Um, I've got two in a row. I'm going to take my last chaser and I'm going to stick with this theme that I've accidentally built of like the different position groups all being from the same sport. So I'm going to take another basketball player. Uh, I need, I, I want someone with, I, would, I want a veteran. I want someone with playoff experience. I want a well-rounded basketball player, someone who could shoot, someone who could, uh, pass someone who could kind of r- help run your offense. I'm taking Sue bird. Oh, oh. I thought you were going. I thought you were about to say someone else who I did not expect you to pick. But no, I super one of the greatest ever to ever do it. She's been on the same team for twenty seasons. I love the loyalty. Uh, I love super just as a person. Um, she's uh, holds a million WNBA records, uh, four time champion, twelve time All Star, all time leader in seasons played, All Star appearances, assists, games played. She can do everything, and I want that kind of versatility on my team. Yeah, so that's it feels like an easy choice for me. So I've got I've got my beaters. I've got my chasers. So everything else is just single, single, a single person at each position. I can wait on my seeker. I can wait on my keeper, too, actually, because you guys have both taken a seeker. So I'm going to I'm going to get my reserve out of the way. Um, I've got a couple options here. 
Okay, I'm going to go with this one. I, I think the most important thing that I want um, is just broom skills and balance. Okay. Uh, because it, you, if you're reserved, you need them to be able to do a little bit of everything, and that starts with versatility on, on a broomstick and balance to be able to go where you want him to go. I'm going with Travis Pastrana. <laughs> okay. He, not is where is I he, thought you were going that with is, that at all. <laughs> that is not at all. That is, man. That's, uh, I thought you were going gymnastics. I did not ex- expect you to go that way. Thought of, Also on my board. Extreme but. Ben Kenobi voice. That's not a name I've heard in a long time. Long time. <laughs> yeah. I was just thinking, like – like how similar at least like the balance wise and shifting your weight and trying to move like riding a broomstick is to like a dirt bike or a motorcycle and who have i heard of that is a professional professional at a dirt bike and so yeah i think travis pastrana i think his balance and his ability to get where he wants to go in a broom is going to make him versatile enough to be able to help just kind of anywhere interesting okay yeah wasn't wasn't obviously worried about him being taken but uh I, you both have your seeker and keeper, so I, I've got time. Uh, Kyle, you've got another one. So I've got, I basically got my two beaters left. Um, one of them, I feel confident about them not being picked, uh, and that's where like I'm, I'm getting like the big stick, like the person who can just, just pound that bludger, just absolutely, absolutely hit it a mile. So my other, my other beater, I'm going for mentality. I want someone who's a little unhinged. I, I think yeah. you, you're, you're rocketing this thing at people. We can teach the the swinging motion. I just I need someone who's who's going to get a little dirty. Uh, I I'm taking Draymond Green. <laughs> yeah, man, it's really good. <laughs> it's really good. Uh, incredible court vision, incredible perception, incredible ability to read what's about to happen, which is so important for a beater because you've got to like lead the quaffle or the bludger. Sorry, where you, like into somebody yeah it's a great pick your entire team is just those dudes yeah and all the yeah. sports <laughs> bunch of those dudes, dudes. <laughs> yeah bunch of lads uh all right ty you've got two in a row you still need two chasers and a wild reserve card. yeah i'm gonna go in two chasers because i know that my wild card is not gonna get picked um so i'm going with uh a point guard um i'm going with a little bit more defense though he uh, led the league in steals um last year he's got speed he can score if he wants to he's gradually scored more points a season every year um this is how into this draft i was i researched nba stats even though i haven't watched a game in like five years um i'm going with deontay murray from the san antonio spurs Dejounte. that's what i said Quite the pick. Did I say that? <laughs> check the tape yeah but great pick whether you know how to say his name or not it's a great pick also he's, he's uh, on, on the, the hawks, hawks now. now yes spurs oh he got traded Spurs are tanking. Yeah, Spurs are oh, tanking. Oh, man. Yeah. They yeah, weren't Spurs already are tanking? Spurs are tanking for Victor Wembanyama. So. Ah, okay. It's a whole I don't thing. know who that is. He's, fr- he's French. Really okay. good. Teenager. It's a thing. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's a great pick. DeJounte is fantastic. Yeah. Um, okay. And then for my other chaser, I'm, I'm going to go with another quarterback, uh, another leader, someone who can take has taken hits his entire career because he's always had a terrible offensive line. Uh, but he can throw the long ball, even though for some reason his team has never wanted him to. But this year we might see it. I'm going with Russell Wilson. Oh, your team has the worst vibes now. He's yeah, so corny. Honestly, terrible vibes. <laughs> I don't even matter. I don't even matter. As long as we win games, I don't care about the vibes. Bad vibes. Yes. No, no vibes. No, but like that's the thing. Like it's it's annoying. He's going to be very efficient. And he's going to be very good. But like, 
Oh man. Yeah. But he's like taking selfies and texting his wife in the locker room, and it's just beautiful. using the lamest spells. Like I'm just trying to build yeah. a dynasty here, okay? I'm not, I'm not, I'm not trying to build one. <laughs> he's just like his like favorite like class asking, is herbology. Yeah, he's like asking his teammates, like, "Hey, do you know like a spell that could make me like, like, like kind of like wet, just like a little bit, like so I can like glisten? Do you know any spells that like would make me do that?" That's the Russell Wilson vibes I get. Yeah. Uh, all right, Kyle, you're up. You've got one pick. You still need a chaser and a beater. Oh, that's right. I, okay, yeah, I have two. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna. I'm gonna lock up my beaters. I'm gonna go with someone who. Listen, I, I need someone who can hit the long ball, and I'm gonna. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna pick someone who does that better. Who has done that better than anyone? Uh, you guys familiar with Oklahoma softball star Jocelyn Allo? Yes. No. Who uh, finished is the NCAA's all-time home run leader with a hundred and twenty-two bombs. Yeah, in four Holy. college seasons. Yeah, Oklahoma Holy. is like the UConn of of college softball. Two time women's college world series champion, four times women college world series all tournament team, two time big t- big twelve player of the year, two time softball America player of the year, three time first team all American. Yeah, she can she can swing at the bludgers. I feel yeah. good about what that. Pick. What a pick! Holy cow! <sighs> Okay. Um, all right. I've got my last two picks here. I need to keep her. I need to seek her. Uh, I'm going similar idea uh, that Ty had for the keeper. I want a soccer goalie because they're used to just covering so much ground. Uh, and I think that's important since they've got three rings to defend. Uh, but there's only one soccer team in this entire world that I care about, and that's the United States women's national team. So I'm going with Alyssa Nair. <laughs> Nice. She's she's the goalie like on my favorite and only soccer team in the entire world that I like. It felt like an easy pick for me. Um, for my seeker, this is the only other name I had written down other than Lewis Hamilton. Um, I the idea here is just creativity and like fluidity with the broom trying to get where they need to go. I'm going with Katie Ledecky. Oh, okay. interesting. Okay. American competitive swimmer. She's won six Olympic individual gold medals and 14 world championship individual gold medals, most in history for a female swimmer. She's the greatest, one of the greatest Olympians and the greatest female swimmer of all time. She's got super long arms, so the reach is going to matter because when she's fighting with the other seeker, when they're like toe-to-toe Harry Potter movie style trying to reach for it, she's got the reach advantage. She's used to speed. She's used to aerodynamics. This felt like an easy pick for me interesting did y'all recently see her world championship where she was so far ahead that when she finished she like legitimately thought people were out of the pool like she didn't (laughs) know that because they were on the other end of the pool when she finished it's ridiculous how much better she is than literally that's like that's like me when i race people except like i'm so far behind that i just don't (laughs) everybody just leave (laughs) is everyone gone (laughs) so weird Oh, that's so good. All right, uh, Kyle, your last pick. You need a chaser. Need a chaser. So I have a pick here, and I, I'm a little inside baseball, a little, little open and honest with listeners here. For the sake of integrity, this format, I know who our judge is. I know that if I picked who is true to my heart, who I'd really want, the judge would know whose team I am. I don't want to don't want to make, make an impartial judge one way or another. So uh, while I would love – to pick Minnesota Twins center fielder Byron Buxton, who would be a <laughs> wonderful chaser. Frankly, I'd be a little, I, I, talking it out, be a little worried he might get hurt. 
Uh, yeah, he'd be injured fit. for like the majority of the season. Little physical. Sure. So, I, but I, I still, I also want the person who can go get it and who could maybe catch the quaffle on one side of the pitch and just fire a laser essentially from the fence. And so I'm taking Jackie Bradley Jr., a man who has an oh, okay. absolute mm-hmm. rifle. And I feel good about that. He was, he was, he was my first thought as far as who can chuck a ball real hard. And it was, that <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a great choice. It's so interesting looking at how this draft has turned out because like I originally had so many baseball players in mind. I didn't take any of them. Yeah. I, I didn't, I didn't have different. any baseball players on my, on my board. Cause like outfielders make so much sense. Just catching and throwing. Like that's which is ninety percent of what a chaser. It makes so much sense. It makes sense yeah. for beaters I too. Um, I had a, yeah. I have, I have a couple. We can, we can go through some honorable mentions or something. But I, yeah, I had a couple. Yeah. Uh, I had a couple outfielders yeah. for beaters. After Ty takes his reserve here, I've got a few guys that I'll that I'll mention. But yeah, Ty, your last pick. Yeah, so I'm, I'm not really going with the reserve. I'm going with almost like a youth academy. This kid's coming up. He's going to learn from this team. Eventually, be the the franchise player. And according to new NIL rules, he is technically a professional athlete at this point. Um, he's a, a three-sport athlete. He took his basketball team to three state champion or three state playoffs. Uh, but his chosen sport is football. I'm going with the the upcoming Manning. I'm going with Arch Manning as my I, I knew that was coming, man. <laughs> How about that? What a pick. Arch. <laughs> We can't Brain. have him at Ole, at Ole Miss, so I'm going to have him on my Quidditch team. <laughs> didn't he commit to like UT or something? Yeah, he committed to UT. Indeed, the, the, I didn't. I didn't realize he's he's gone to state basketball three times in a row. Yeah, I don't know if you guys watched the Book of Banning or like tuned into the the kind of competition that that like ritzy private school they go to plays. It's yeah, come on, folks. I can't it's believe Division let, Three. I can't believe yeah. they let Odell Beckham Jr. play against those kids. Yeah. Like, oh. <laughs> That's tough. That's tough. Yeah. All right. Anybody anybody didn't get taken that you guys uh had on your board? Uh Adverse Stappen and um uh Charles Leclerc as my backup seekers. My F one. Oh, so you're going F one for sure. Yeah. I assigned okay. positions to every p- different positions to everyone on the Quidditch team. Like gotcha. Chasers were only point guards and QBs. Uh, beaters were only tennis players and seekers were only well, you are not kidding when you said you overthought I, I prepared so much for this that i forgot about the draft we did in july until the day of recording <laughs> my uh my backup keeper pick was honestly just like pretty chalk was going to be Giannis. like feel like he'd be a great great keeper yep. yeah um yeah. when he was also on my backup keeper list when i was going for like a psychopath weirdo beater combo uh jock peterson was going to be my other beater um That's i was looking at that i thought about joey gallo as a beater just a home runner don't run kind of guy yeah um yeah. also thought about marcus smart as a beater oh i had him as a chaser as just the like defensive player if i didn't get okay. to jante that's good um, yeah, I also had Giannis as a keeper. Kawhi was the other keeper that I had in mind. Just massive hands on that guy. Just really oh, ridiculous. Yeah. Um, Simone Biles was the 
the other reserve that I was thinking about, and because I, I was thinking balance and how important balance would be on a broom, um, Serena and Venus were going to be that was going to be my first and second picks until Ty took Serena. I'm so mad. <laughs> But Serena and Venus, are you kidding me? As your beaters, it's such an incredible combo. Could you imagine their dad as Will Smith watching a Quidditch game? <laughs> their dad just sitting next to Dumbledore, just <laughs> was like, oh, hey, you know I don't have any say over what happens here. It's so funny. Uh, all right, any other thoughts before we take a break and bring our guest in? Oh, my other youth academy player was DJ Wagner. Uh I think I he's committed he to uh, University of Kentucky for basketball. He's the number one recruit in the nation in the 2023 class. I think if I could That's pick if, <laughs> if I could pick Why a youth academy player, <laughs> if I could pick a youth academy player, I think I'm picking Bronny James just because I want LeBron as like sideline Quidditch dad. <laughs> just <laughs> there with the ziplock there with the ziplock bag of snacks like anytime someone like anytime someone scores the quaffle just like standing up and like running down the sidelines giving it lebron is a is a great like dad hype man yeah but do you think his documentary camera crew would be distracting for the team or the fact that he's just always drunk on wine i mean, know i kind of i kind of like that part honestly i'm kind of cool with that i into that honestly kind of kind of cool with that frankly drunk wine dad at a quidditch game is an incredible vibe <laughs> i'm very into it uh, all right uh, i know that's not pumpkin uh... juice lebron <laughs> all right let's take a quick break we will be right back with this week's special guest judge stick your right hand over the broom and say up Hey, everybody. Uh, thanks for tuning in this week for our draft episode. Uh, next week, we will be ranking our favorite fictional people we would want as uh, Defense Against the Art teachers. Um, tune in for that. It will also be our 100th episode, so go ahead and join our Discord because we will be recording that live, our first live episode. Um, so we will have Ellen on for that next week to record our top picks for who we want to be defense against the art teachers onto the judge. Stick your right hand over the broom and say up. And we are back with this week's special guest judge. He is the host of Potterless, the host of the newest Olympian meddling adults, modern muckraker and horse, the hardest working man in podcasting. It's Mike Schubert. Schubes, what's up, dude? Ha <laughs> ha. Oh my gosh. If you keep saying Kyle Banduho's intro, it's going to become a thing. And then people will think that I came up with my own nickname. Let it be clear. I'm the anti Kobe Bryant. I did not come up That's... with my own nickname. I did not self-proclaim myself. You as are the hardest. The hardest word. It's okay. I almost started this. <laughs> not going to deny that. I just didn't come up with the name. I'll just, I almost started this part out. of the episode with what's good. I was just going to steal your thing. I was going to steal ah. Kyle's thing. I was just, yeah, all theft, over the place. Theft, That's what theft. podcasting is at this point. You know yeah, why mean? make up your own? Why make up your own things? Yeah. Content you can just steal general. other people's. I mean, yeah, you're just working yeah. too hard. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, all right, uh, she was wanted to bring you in on this one, especially we we had to find um, the where the Venn diagram of Harry Potter people and sports people kind of overlapped, and there's not there's not uh -oh, a ton of overlap me. on that one. And so I just randomly one day shot Kyle a, a DM, and I was like, hey any chance you're a Harry Potter guy? And when he said yes, I was like, any chance you want to reach out to Shubes for me? So it's just shot in the dark after shot in the dark. <laughs> and uh, thankfully Kyle came through. So I'm glad, hey, it glad we were able to do this. 
Um, but you, you're the host of the Potterless podcast, which is a, so fun. It's so good, so good. You're kind of done now, except for live shows. Is that right? That is correct. Not posting new episodes on a weekly basis anymore, but I'm still doing live shows. Still got a couple through the end of the year. And anytime I have any sort of audio from a live event, whether it's a live show or at a leaky con, I'll be at the leaky cons that are happening this year. I'm just going to keep posting those to the feed so that there's still content Sweet. out there, just not necessarily on like a schedule. Just basis. in case anybody doesn't know, is listening to this and doesn't know what Potterless is, it's shocking. But um, Shubes had never read the Harry Potter books before, decided to go through them and week by week, kind of a chapter or two at a time, joined by guest um a lot of content out of those seven books and the movies and stuff so uh really good time if you're a potter person which you should be if you're listening to this month of episodes in the rankings uh go check it out um or even if you're not a potter person because i wasn't when i started the show so do you have a beloved in your (laughs) life that you've trying to been trying to get over the edge to finally read the books they can read along with me as a little digital book club hooray Mike, we talked about it earlier on the episode, but it's it's pretty crazy how all seven books just like yeah. sprang up out of nowhere. Like no one wrote them; they just <laughs> just yeah, no they just, author, mm-hmm. no author listed. Like literally, just magic. Like no one's associated with them. It's great. Yeah, it's it's very interesting. Very interesting. Um, stuff. All right, Chubes, For some context for you, we we did a fantasy draft this episode. This is normally a ranking podcast. Um, we're creeping up on episode one hundred of just ranking random stuff, kind of whatever topic we could think of realized that uh we got we're getting bored of just ranking stuff week in week out for like (laughs) two years now uh so we started throwing in fantasy drafts episodes once a month um and this one happened to coincide with our uh big every august we do all harry potter episodes and so what better uh what better topic for this than draft our own quidditch team um how this is going to work i'm going to read these uh teams out to labeled team a team b and team c uh, me, Ty, and Kyle are going to kind of be quiet for a little bit. And it's your, you have like a 14th podcast uh, kind of to yourself at that point where you get to, you can break it down however you want. You can go detailed with each pick, why it's a good pick, why it's a bad pick. You can tear them apart. You can say what you like. It doesn't really matter. Kind of whatever you're feeling. All you have to do is pick a winner. Um, so if you guys are ready, if there are no, no questions, comments, concerns, anything like that, I'll go ahead and read these out and we can get started. Team A, the seeker is Lewis Hamilton. The keeper is Allison Becker. The chasers are Kyler Murray, DeJounte Murray, and Russell Wilson. The beaters are Serena Williams and Novak Djokovic. And the reserve is Arch Manning. Team B, the seeker is Jalen Ramsey. Keeper is Boban Marjanovic. The chasers are Patrick Mahomes, Nikola Jokic, and Jackie Bradley Jr. The beaters are Draymond Green and Jocelyn Allo. And the reserve is Shohei Otani. Uh, team C, the seeker is Katie Ledecky. The keeper is Alyssa Nair. The chasers are Luka Doncic, Steph Curry, and Sue Bird. The beaters are Roger Federer and Rafael Nadal. And the reserve is Travis Pastrana. Shubes, you have the floor. Okay, so I guess let me just, I'll just go through all the picks and then I'll let it be known. One of the teams won by about okay. 300 miles and the other two teams, I'm really disappointed in both of you. <laughs> So let's start with Team A. The seeker is Lewis Hamilton. I had to Google this. This guy drives a, a, a car. Cool. Great. Horrible selection. Horrible choice. Like, I get. I guess I could kind of see it where it's like he drives the fast thing, 
so he has to be able to get it. But like, I'm not convinced that driving a car is actually like athletic, unless you count like not peeing, athlete, like athletic. So, Mike, we need to get you into F1. Not gonna happen because <laughs> I have I have this cool thing called a personality Whoa. where I don't have to like pretend to like F1 because there was a I'm Netflix the show F1 about people. it. <laughs> I don't. Sorry, I think Ellen. the F1 thing. I think the F1 thing. Is, I think the F1 thing is whack. Everyone's like, oh, there's a good Netflix show, so now I care about rich douche. Or, sorry, oh, rich ye- jerks driving cars fast. <laughs> My dad owns the team, so now I race a car. I think it's... I've also never watched a second of it, but I think it's whack. Listen, you're not wrong on those parts, but it's still really <laughs> Sorry, exciting. Ellen. I'm going to get an angry text sure from Ellen just... at this episode. Like, who the heck was that guy? So that would be rude. I don't know. I'm just I'm just out on like rich people it. sports. Like I don't watch I don't watch golf. I, I don't watch I don't know polo or equestrian. Like polo, I'm out on really? that. <laughs> no, I don't. Water polo in horse polo. Get me out of here. So Lewis Hamilton. I'm sure you're a great guy, but not not a fan of the whole F1 scene. Um, Allison Becker as the keeper. Is there another Allison Becker, or is this the girl from Parks and Rec? <laughs> no, this is an athlete. This is a professional goalkeeper. The professional goalkeeper for okay, Liverpool. I, this would be a wild choice to just choose an actress out of this team of professionals. Because I was like, <laughs> yeah, I saw that name. I was like, that's that's the girl from Parks and Rec. <laughs> like, what yeah. is happening? Okay, well, and in that case, that at least makes sense. At least we have a professional goalkeeper. That is cool. Um, so I, I approve of that choice. Chasers, Kyler Murray, football yeah, player? Question mark. Okay, I mean, technically, yeah. also a baseball yeah. player. Oh, yeah. Interesting. Okay. I'm also very out on the NFL. Um, so this is this is very, uh, I, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. However, Kyler Murray, okay, get it. it, it Kyler Murray's a quarterback, though, right? So that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Throwing passes, chaser throwing passes, I get it. DeJounte Murray, I think, is a very interesting selection. Is, I don't know, I, I will have to see. My guess here is that Team A, whoever made this, is from Texas. Because to pick DeJounte Murray, who I love, he's a great player. He's the star of my uh, NBA 2K19 franchise where I created an expansion team in Vancouver called the Vancouver Groove. And DeJounte Murray's leading us to the promised land. Right. We're in the NBA. Uh, we're all right from now. Texas, yeah. so that doesn't, I love that doesn't DeJounte. Out too much. Okay, the, okay, there we are. Somewhere, okay, well, there you go. Um, I think I love DeJounte as a choice. I feel like he's more defensive than offensive so for him to be a chaser is a little interesting however when you do have the pairing of two quarterbacks with him i do think it makes sense so i like this team's Mm. chaser rotation um russell wilson seems like a i know he's a good athlete i lived in seattle for two years so i know people like him and is he married to or just dating sierra married Married. you know what and that (laughs) bonus points because then sierra's coming to the games and one two step is a jam so he he also today sent out a tweet that says I if I'm remembering this correctly is if I send you and he's like doing some sort of athletic training and it's like if I send you the and it's like the telephone emoji you know I'm dialed in and it just oh like, no he's he does seem unbelievably he's a, cheesy he looks into the, the mirror way too long every morning he's that guy I think. <laughs> yeah yeah I, not I think that's why I said he's a good player like he seems like a, a cornball but. He's going to get the job done. Beaters. Okay. Best selection possible, Serena Williams. Worst selection possible, Novak Djokovic. What are you doing? Like, whoever did Team A, why are you picking Novak Djokovic? The worst dude. The worst dude. Unvaccinated, so your team can't play in most countries. So that's going to be really bad for There's no way the wizarding world is affected by COVID. There's definitely a potion that gets rid of it. Uh, Not true, because J.K. Rowling 
in or I don't uh, maybe there is because she she did say like oh people in wheelchairs yeah. they don't exist in the wizarding world like no one has any That's sort of true. disability but I don't know JK probably also anti-vax anyway but picking Novak Djokovic the other thing you think Novak Djokovic is going to play with women on his team no no way at all I think maybe you no, know more sir. about Novak Djokovic than any of us to be fair Novak yeah I mean I played a lot of tennis I played in, in high school and college Novak Djokovic wanted to start a new uh, tennis players union because he didn't like that the men and the women were getting equal treatment so that's the kind of person Novak Djokovic is. Don't know that the team chemistry is going to be super great with his co-beater Serena Williams. So uh, just want to say I was in the right with my rooting interest in the Wimbledon final. Then I feel good about that. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> it's all you should always refer Djokovic to lose. That dude sucks. Yeah. And even like pre-COVID stuff, I hated this dude. So this might be a personal thing, but this guy sucks. And he's definitely sexist. So for the reserve here, we have Arch Manning. This is this is the new yeah. version. Mm-hmm. This is the newest yeah. Manning. Yes. Okay. For these drafts, are we picking people in their current state or are we picking like all-time current versions today. of these people? Oh, it's current. Okay, then my team is different because I picked some, some okay. It's fine. Again, folks, not big out so. rules here, so it's, it's okay. Okay. So in that case, this makes more sense because my thought was if you're going to pick a Manning, why not pick the best one, Eli, or the second best one, Dayton? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, okay, so that makes sense. I, I have heard uh, from talking off mic that Arch Manning is apparently actually very good and is not just getting by on his last name. So I think that makes sense. This team is fine. I think it's a solid team. I've also realized that uh, that the key with Allison Becker is that the, the goalie spells Allison with two S's, unlike what the, mm. the Google autocorrect, I'm assuming, changed to a single S. So this team, I think, is pretty solid, aside from the Djokovic <laughs> selection. <laughs> So we'll move on to team B. Jalen Ramsey. Who is this person? Uh, no football idea. player, cornerback. Okay, that that would make sense. Cool. Google tells me that they are on the Rams, who I believe made won. the Super Bowl last year. Won the Super Bowl. Won. Last year. Look at them. Look at them go. Good for them. Um, Boban Marjanovic, I think, is a fun selection, and I I get it because he's very big, but I feel like for a keeper, because it's more soccer and less basketball. You want to be nimble. I don't know if vertical height helps you as much as like lateral quickness and stuff, since there are three goals. And I wouldn't necessarily classify Boban Marjanovic as fast or even medium speed. So I don't, I don't know if he's going to necessarily bring the, uh, bring the defense. I do like the thought. I like the lankiness, but I feel like you need a little bit of movement. I, this, this was like, I feel like you would want to go with a Giannis here, where Giannis would have the, the height but also the speed and the, and the length and the wingspan and all that. But not not a bad choice. I just think there could be like a better, if you're going the basketball player route. Chasers, Patrick Mahomes. I know he's very good, and I assume he's really good because it seems like white NFL analysts hate him, so I'm sure he's really, yeah, really good. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, <laughs> yep. That, that um, adds up. Jokic, similar thing. Jokic, the slowest guy in the NBA. Chasers have to be fast, but I get he does throw those really good passes. So I understand that. But if you already have a quarterback on the team, I don't know if you need another like guy who can throw stuff. I know Jokic does have a bunch of like cool passes and all kind of stuff like that. But I just I, I this team worries me that they're a little slow. Um, Jackie Bradley Jr. I would think if you'd want a baseball player, you would want a good one. Um, so picking Jackie Bradley Jr. is confusing to me since he's not good at baseball. So that was that's a, a wild 
a wild choice to make. <laughs> the dude's OPS OPS plus this year is 51. Like he's not I know that's an offensive stat and you're probably going for defense. I don't know what this guy's like advanced saber metrics are for his throw. Like you know when they showed the like the stoplights on ESPN or whatever is he like number 1 or something? Is he, yeah, is he's got like, a cannon. He can't. He he stopped being able to hit. Uh, I think to last year he was even worse at the yeah, plate. He was yeah. horrible. So I'm sure I'm sure he's got the arm and stuff. But he also did play for the Red Sox and still does again. And I'm a huge Yankees fan. So <laughs> I don't I don't know why you're going with one time All Star Jackie Bradley Jr. Um, <laughs> the the beaters. I love the Draymond Green selection. Really like the Draymond Green selection. I think that's very good. I I also I think that that makes sense because the beaters to me it's like the versatile talkative member of the defense where like they do a little bit more. So I th- I think the Draymond choice is very nice. But again, if you have Boban, Jokic, and Draymond on the team, like the speed is is not really looking here. And Quidditch feels like a fast game. Jocelyn Alo is that? Am I saying her name right? Uh, I- yeah, I think, I, I think it's Jocelyn Allo. Allo, okay. So Jocelyn Allo, she's the softball player, right? I yes. liked this choice quite a bit because I, I hadn't, you know, I, I've done similar things of just thinking like, you know, in Potter's Live shows, people ask like, if you could make a Quidditch team, who would you make? So like, I've thought about this, but like, I hadn't really considered more of the uh, the swinging elements. So to have tennis players and baseball players, I think that's really smart. Um so I, I like the the Jocelyn pick here. Reserve, Otani, I like the thought in that you're going with versatility because with the hitting, could be a beater. With the pitching, could be a chaser. And also I think a big thing with the Otani pick for the Seeker is that the, the Seeker traditionally in Harry Potter just like has to be the main character. So I feel like likability makes you a good seeker because usually the heroes of the stories do well and the villains do not do well and look at Shohei Otani who was voted the starting DH even though Jordan Alvarez put up way better numbers than him but I think that's fine because I hate the Astros so I think Otani is a great reserve pick I really enjoyed the Otani reserve pick so the, again, there's 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 some fun picks here, but I think like overall, I have some question marks about the team. Let's get into Team C, which is perfect. Whoever addressed Team C, <laughs> oh baby, <laughs> Seeker, Katie Ledecky, yes, just yeah, genius. I n- never would have thought to have a swimmer, but like, g- ah, so smart, so smart, incredibly fast, lanky, got the arms, and that's like an underrated thing with Seeker is like you need some length to be able to to reach out and grab it. I very, very much enjoyed the Ledecky pick. I also really like the Alyssa Nair pick because Alyssa Nair is a brick wall. She is an absolute brick wall for the national team, saved so many incredible goals throughout various important games. I think that's a great, great selection. Chasers, I like going the full basketball route. I like going the ball handler route with Lucas, Steph, and Sue Bird. I very much enjoy that where... They all have great passing ability. I like the the diversity a little bit of like true point guard, Sue Bird, you know, on ball slash off ball guard, Steph Curry. He's really good with the off ball movement. And I think that's really good for a chaser. He could get into good position. And then Luca, kind of the point forward situation. I, I like that we've all got with we've all got ball heavy people here, but they all do it in different styles. Very much enjoyed it. Beaters, Federer Nadal, correct. Absolutely correct. Great all-time tennis players that are not jerks. Love this a lot. And then Travis Pastrana as the reserve. Let's go. Is he still yeah. doing stuff? Like, is he still mm-hmm. he's biking? He's a little bit of everything. Yeah, he's bike. He's riding dirt bikes. He's driving cars. He's basically, yeah. Yeah, does rally car. 
What a what a fun pick, uh, an incredibly fun pick. So for me, it was not even close. Team C, take hey. your take your victory lap. It's it's an incredible oh, incredible roster good. you've got there. I'm glad you got the Travis Pastrana thing because that was very hit or miss when I actually drafted him during the episode. It was like Pastrana really, which I my thought process is balance. Balance leads to being able to do pretty much anything else. And who has better balance than Travis Pastrana? You know, what I mean? gymnast. Like most gymnasts, probably. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hadn't heard the name Travis Pastrana in many moons. That's He's the only person I could think of that rides a motorcycle professionally. So that's that was the thought there. I mean, that's smart. Yeah, like, you know, that's the, I guess that would be the closest thing to yeah. a broomstick. So super, super smart. Time. Yeah. I just want to put it into the record. Uh, I, I took Jackie Bradley Jr. because he has an absolute cannon, like sure. throws throws BBs. I just want to put it into the record that had you not been the, <laughs> the judge, I would have picked. I would have picked Byron Buxton. Oh, that, that see, that, Oh, yeah, I, I would have known right away. Me. You would have oh, totally. known it was me. So. Yeah. Well, even when I saw Jackie Bradley Jr., I was like, didn't he play for the Twins for one year? Is this Kyle's team? <laughs> he, he he did not. But uh, oh, okay. Uh, Who did he play yeah, for he, for one year? Oh, the he, was the, the Brewers. Brewers. The other, like, with the twins yeah, yeah. of the National League, yes. right? <laughs> Incredible. All right. Do you have any specific oh, questions? Man. Why would you pick this guy? Uh, what's thought process? Blah blah blah. Anything like that? I guess because I did have the most questions for for the person who did Team B, where you've got, or so I guess is you, Kyle, with like Boban and Jokic. Like, was it just because of of like Jokic? Was that because of the fun passes? I just feel like it's a. I feel yeah. like you need a nimble team, and those are not nimble dudes. So. um little biased in that I've seen both of these men in person. So I told the story early in the episode. So I, I went to the Spurs, the Spurs game when Jokic came to Jokic came to town and the way that that man was threading the basketball throughout the court was just stunning. And then he's right. not like, I feel like bludgers would just bounce <laughs> That's a fair off. Point. I, I don't <laughs> think, I don't think they do it. Like that man, that man has survived a country that has survived civil war. Like bludgers going to do nothing against Nikola Jokic. And then uh Boban, my uh, my kid used to go to a swim class place called Aquatots. And nice. Boban, when Boban played for the Spurs, this kid was going, I guess, to the same place. And he came to pick him up once. And that, I've never seen a longer person. I don't even want to say tall. I've never seen a, a longer person. I feel like he could get his arms everywhere. I know the rings are spread out. Right. But he's just, he's so long. Yes, Giannis probably would have been the better pick. You're walking me through that. But, like, I saw him in person. I'm like, he could swat anything from anywhere. He is so long. That is incredibly valid. Yeah. I get it. I get it. No, these these were all fun teams. Uh, I, I very much enjoyed them. I just... It was just every every selection from T- Team C was just so fun, and the su- the surprise sandwich of like not, I didn't even process to think of a swimmer or Travis Pastrana. So to start and end it with Ledecky Pastrana was just a powerful, powerful bookend. Thank you, to I agree. That team, I, I happen to agree fully. So, uh, <laughs> Shubes, you came up with your own team. I did. So I, I misinterpreted and I did not pick everybody in like their current state. So I've got some more classic folks here. So for my seeker, uh, I went with Usain yeah. Firebolt. Um, just super duper fast. The last name works with Harry Potter with the Firebolt broom. Just feel like you want speed and you want, just like I had said, like the seeker's got to be kind of the main character. Mm-hmm. And Usain Bolt, like incredible personality, hypes it up. Everybody was talking about this dude for years upon years. Uh, so I feel like he would be a, a great addition for the keeper. I went yep. with Tim Howard, just, you know, the secretary of defense, easy selection, all-time goalkeeper. 
using his legs to get in the mix. I think an underrated element of the the keeper is not just using your hands, but getting those legs out there. He would make it work on a broomstick. For the chasers, I was thinking you want some team chemistry. I do like the basketball route, and I went with some combo guards. So I went with Walt Clyde Frazier and Earl Monroe, famously of the championship Knicks teams in the 70s. And then I was trying to think of a third guard to put with them, and I was trying to figure out, like, I don't know, there's not a lot of other great guards from that specific Knicks team, but I thought of someone who's an incredible guard all-timer that's a big Knicks fan, so I also chose Sue Bird as a chaser. I just feel like the chemistry of her getting to play with some of her most idolized all-time New York Knicks would just really bring out the best in her. Just, oh my God, I'm playing with Clyde Frazier and Earl the Pearl. That's phenomenal, so... When I was putting ball. my team together, I thought like maybe I should just pander to Mike and choose a bunch of current <laughs> current Knicks, but I didn't know if that would backfire. And you'd be like, "No, I hate these guys." No, I I I appreciate the current Knicks, but no, nah, if you, the true pandering would have been picking some old. Yeah, I guess yeah, it'd be hard. Our team is like. Our team is is in an interesting spot where we were like accidentally good for one year and then we tried to be good a second time and we were quite bad. You know, we like tried to be bad or we're good and then the flip happened. Just a weird team we've got going if, on. But if, if we're you picked Emmanuel quickly, time, that would have been that would have been it. I would have been over the moon. I love that kid. If we're talking all time Knicks, Spreewell yeah. is a bludger. Yeah. Like he didn't or a beater, he doesn't even need a bat. Like he's just grabbing just grabbing a bare hand and throwing just it. Just punching it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Someone flies by him and he just, <laughs> just grabs. grabs him by the neck off their mm-hmm. broom tosses him mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. for beaters i also showed bias towards my favorite team i just figure you want the big boys with the bat pick aaron judge and Giancarlo mm-hmm. stanton i mean tall tall humans that are good at swinging things just felt like a, a no-brainer selection there and then for the reserve i was also thinking you know you need somebody who's good at everything so you want somebody who could fit in in any single spot so i picked donald glover because he has not been bad at anything <laughs> yet <laughs> Like, we haven't seen him be bad at anything yet. The dude can act. He can do stand-up. He can rap. He can write shows. He can direct. He's attractive. He has good hair. He makes free music videos. He's literally good at everything. The the logic tracks, yeah. He's, like... That's, yeah. He's he's clearly got to be good at every single Quidditch sport. Like, he's there's nothing he's bad at. It's not fair. So he's got to be good at every single position on the Quidditch pitch, too. It's just the only logical choice. That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, all right, Kyle, Ty, you guys have anything else before we move on to with the email this week? I've I've just had my my brain has kind of been running at the Pastrana pick, and I'm thinking about <laughs> that nice renaissance we all went through. Remember, in like the early 2000s, when everyone was yeah. into extreme the Nitro sports, Circus like Day. Skateboard. I got you're watching big, extreme sports. Jackass was also big. Like, so you're big into all those people, and just like picking a Quidditch team full of like. X Games athletes and or guys yeah. who were on Jackass because it was like the same thing. That's like good. That, just you might want to write that <laughs> yeah. one down at some point. Tony Hawk. I can pander Steve-o. with. Oh yeah, I can pander with Deck and the Nitro Circus guys. Got it. Perfect. Oh wow, wow, wow. Stevo, Stevo yeah. would be an incredible. Stevo and Chris Pontius. Oh yeah. As beaters. Um, All right, we got an email this week from our friend Cameron from the Discord. He says, what's up, guys? It's Cameron, fairly long-time listener, first-time writer. Here's my Quidditch team. The secret has to be quick, agile, and coordinated, so my pick would be Usain Bolt. Right there with <gasps> Let's go. Uh, beaters have to have great hand-eye coordination to hit a small object to disrupt the other team. My beaters would be Serena Williams and Sidney Crosby. I didn't even Ooh. think hockey players. There, Ooh. yeah. Forgot about yeah, hockey. Yeah, I, I did think of it literally on my walk home today when I was thinking about 
different people that could mm-hmm. be selected for this. I did think I w- you know, a hockey player would be a good cool. a good shot because the Weasley twins yeah. seem like hockey players. A hundred percent, hundred percent. Got those vibes. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. My keeper has to be able to play hard down in the paint and get some blocks and play defense. My keeper is Giannis Antetokounmpo. Uh, my there three chasers are. have to be a trio that can pass, catch, and score the quaffle like no other, and also be super creative with their offense. So my three chasers are Pat Mahomes, Diana Tarazi, and Megan Rapino. Mm. Pino's, Pino's a great good call. choices, very wow. good choices. Yeah, and DT is just gonna trash talk the yeah. crap out of the other team. They, like they're gonna be that, so rattled. Did Cam just blow us all out of the water? Rapino, Rapino, kind of, uh, kind of. It speaks to the appeal of. I think it's in the the Sorcerer's Stone movie where someone instead of just throwing the ball through the through the the posts, like through the the Quidditch hoops, like throws it up and spins around in their broom and hits yep. it with the end of the broom, which like uh-huh. one, why? But two, don't. But, uh, but Rapino <laughs> yeah. doing a Rapino doing a, doing a sweet kick would be very yeah, appealing. I'm into mm-hmm. it. Um, okay, that's our email for this week. Uh, we have any other any other thoughts on Quidditch on these teams? Any other athletes that you guys didn't get to draft that you wanted to? I I went through some different iterations where I was considering. I know we we picked soccer players mm-hmm. for keepers but i also thought soccer players in chasers would work because the passing would have been nice so i was i was considering going with like people like pele or even like a zlatan or like a Messi. i i feel like you could also go with a soccer forward and neymar you know i feel like those kind of those kind of folks would also work well in in that if i knew any olympic water polo players by name i probably would have picked that because that's probably like the closest sport to it i just don't know any off the top of my head same thing with like handball guys if i know any handball dudes i did see the psg handball team when i lived in paris and that was fun as hell and there was some dude with like really big long blonde hair and this guy was a monster can't remember his name but that guy would be a great choice you you know who would have been kind of sick is uh, you guys remember misty may and carrie yeah volleyball tandem just Bump set spike in that yeah, quaffle. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, they yes, showed up on my. We did a, mm-hmm. a all-time best duos list like a year ago, and they showed up on there. That's good. Um, I'm fond of doing bits yeah, yeah. on the show, and so I very strongly considered just drafting the U.S. Women's National Team as my entire Quidditch team at one point. I mean, not a bad choice. They're I all do too many incredible. Bits, though, so I had to call it. I had to cool it a little bit. Like, <laughs> I can't do it every episode. You know what I mean? Um, the only other thing that I really missed out on that I was furious because Ty got the first pick. I I had the third pick, so I was going to go third pick of the first round, first pick of the second round. Serena and Venus as my as my beaters combo. Oh, nice! Ty stole her away from me. I was so bad. Still there. <laughs> um, all right. Anything else before we before we move on real quick? All right, um, Shubes. I want to talk to the newest Olympian because Ty and I are Ty and I are sure. huge Percy Jackson guys. You're doing. You're following the same. Uh, kind of uh, outline that you did with Potter list where it's, I've never read it before. So I'm going chapter by chapter, bringing friends on. It's a blast. How are we feeling so far? You don't have to give any like big spoilers away, but sure. Sure. Yeah. For context, I'm currently in the early chapters of book three and I really enjoy it. I really enjoy the books a lot. When I was doing Potter list, even before, you know, the, the podcast was like running out of content and people knew that I was going to have to do something else people just said based on what you say you like and dislike about harry potter i think you would really like the percy jackson books and then as it kept going on more and more people said that so when i saw the light at the end of the harry potter tunnel i 
figured that was the no-brainer selection and they were right i really like the books i i whether whether you want to say that they're better or not i'm at least enjoying them more i do think they're better books but it could just be a taste thing i really like the story i like that it's written from the first person perspective of the narrator percy so you get to know him better i feel like with harry with it being third person with the narrator was a little harder just like and he also just was kind of a jerk where percy's like really nice to his friends and i really appreciate that it also certainly helps that rick ray orden is actually a nice person who does this cool thing called apologizing um that jake Rowling has never heard of before so i that of course helps but I'm really enjoying the books. I think they're genuinely hilarious. Like I actively laugh out loud reading them, which is cool. And I think an underrated element is that Rick Riordan, the author, mm-hmm. used to be a teacher, and he does such a great job of capturing the the teenage years and what it's like to be that age. Whereas the Harry Potter characters kind of all sound like thirty-year-old yeah. white women at times. Like they have the most. Like some of their comebacks are great, but it's like I don't think a twelve-year-old would be able to have that scathing of a comeback towards their teacher on the spot. Whereas like half of Percy's insults are just bad, and then him as the narrator, he's like, "Yeah, I blew it." Like so, I I appreciate it. I think the book's really good. I like that they uh, actively bring up some some tougher subjects mm-hmm. like ADHD and dyslexia and. I appreciate that Rick wrote those because his son has ADHD and dyslexia. So he wanted to give that shine to the characters and, and put it into the series. And I know as, as his books go on, he's really good about representation and stuff. So I'm already enjoying it more. I just love the books and I'm having a blast and I'm excited to, to be reading these books and then the sequel series and the spinoff stuff. Yeah, like there's so I was going to ask, are you doing all of it? Are, is content. that the plan? Like, are you going to go on to the Heroes of Olympus and then maybe Trials of Apollo, which I haven't finished yet, but is okay so far? Yeah, cool. that's definitely the plan. Like for now, I'm going to get through the main yeah. PJO books. I think the only thing that would make me stop that would be whenever the Disney plus show launches. I don't know when it's actually set to release, but whenever that show actually comes out, I'm kind of next year. Okay, cool. So like once it, once it does, I'll like stop whatever I'm doing and and make episodes about that in real time. Kind of like Kyle did on big screen sports with the Ted Lasso episodes. And one, once that comes out, I would do that, but then I would go back to the books, but yeah, I want to do the PJO books. I want to do the heroes of Olympus right after my wife, Kelly got into reading the books because I started doing the show and she just like, plowed her way through the books and she's almost done with the heroes of olympus one uh, i'm looking at the fifth <laughs> book on her nightstand with a bookmark like a good chunk of the way through it uh but yeah i want to do that and then i know there's trials of apollo i know there's the kane chronicles i know there's like some yeah, little Magnus extra chronicles books and stuff i know there's stuff, even like the so. yeah and then i know there's even like the rick riordan presents thing where he partners with writers who are from diverse backgrounds to write about it so like there's i think a tristan strong series and it's about african mythology and it's written by a black author and rick just kind of oversees the story elements of it because he recognizes that he's a white man and he shouldn't necessarily write every single story like that kind of awareness is smart like yeah it's pretty smart except unlike when jk rowling in her quidditch through the ages book when it gets to the africa section she's like <laughs> africa yeah like it's it's a yikes read that quidditch book cannot unrecommend it enough uh they're like they have they, she talks about the i want to is it the people in india i want to say like instead of riding brooms they ride yeah. ma- they ride yeah. magic carpets like are you yeah, kidding me are you kidding yeah, how lazy can you be like uh yeah, uh, Ikes. So, 
I am very excited to to make my way through the extended Rick Riordan universe. And also, like, just be, I like the books. I, I've heard really good things about all of them. But also, like, having job security <laughs> is actually cool. Whereas I, I uh, made the Harry Potter series. And I from the beginning, I was like, I can't do this for more than a couple of years. I'll run out of stuff. So it's nice when people are like, oh, man, there's so many books. Like, it's going to take you so long to get through all the stuff. I'm like, yeah, that's, that's good. Point. Because this is my like job stuff. now. So I like having a job. <laughs> that's so good. Yeah, I've I've long said that the uh, uh, big screen sports, Kyle Banduho, Alex McDaniel, Ted Lasso episodes are the best podcast episodes I've ever listened to in my life. When the Percy Jackson TV programs. show comes out, you might have a run for your money, Kyle. I'm so sorry, but that's my most hyped thing Ooh. of all time right now. And, and see, as someone who hasn't read the books, I'm looking forward to the TV. I am probably going to experience a TV mm-hmm. show with my son and be like, that's "Hey, awesome. we're going in this. We're going in this together." So I'm I'm looking forward to that because I just I don't have the time <laughs> yeah. to uh, to dive into these books. So well, there's I'm, this cool podcast you can listen to that goes really <laughs> in depth on them, so you don't actually have to read the book. <laughs> I, I need you to just audio audio book them to me. Yeah, just uh, just listen to my podcast. I'm like five. It's pretty XP detailed, really so you're gonna get the yeah, whole story. So that'll work. <laughs> real real talk. I go so in depth with this stuff that like you genuinely don't have to read the books if you just want me to go through it. It's like I it's, just do that then. I mean, you can just I like <laughs> I, I I I always tell my my guests before I record like please interject as much as you want because I have basically everything recapped and I'm just gonna keep going. And if you don't speak in it's just spark notes the podcast and no one wants that but like it is when you think about it because i am going so in depth with these because they're just so good and i want to talk about everything like it is kind of like spark notes the podcast with your friend who sometimes goes on tangents about how you know olives on pizza is actually good and everybody should stop crying <laughs> about it video game, which <laughs> which i've wait wait are we, de- are we debating that because that, that, that like, some people are really anti- anti- all, i love olives on pizza yeah if really? they're gonna put Oh, if no. you're so going to eat olives you may, on topping. something, you may as well just eat olives because it's all you're going to taste anyway. That's, That's firmly how I feel about that. That's but a black, no, but a black, they, black olives don't have as black olives don't have do a strong it. of a taste. I think when you black, have them black melted olives in, on pizza olives are is really, really mm-hmm. quality. Mm-hmm. Black like olives quality. are maybe my least favorite food in the entire world. They're very high up there. Wow. See, I would, I would, I. When people say they don't like green olives, I get it because even as somebody who likes olives, I'm not even like, oh boy, green olives. But black olives. I make a mean stew that has black olives in it, and they just get all like the seasoning in them. And oh, maybe they're so good. Mm-hmm. I like Kalamata olives too, and mm-hmm. like a Greek chicken bowl. Mm-hmm. Dude, yeah, it's good stuff. Good stuff. All right, we'll we'll just welcome, have our own side chat. Kings. Yeah, yeah. Me, me, me. Ty and Kyle are just gonna go for some uh, for some Greek food and just get a giant vat of olives. Super busy over here. I don't really have time. So, um, all right. Before we get out of here, can you give me quick? I haven't listened to Modern Muckraker or Meddling Adults yet. I want to know a little bit more about them while you, while I have time to ask questions and kind of the platform to ask you some questions. Sure, if you don't mind. Sure. So I'll go. With, I'll go in release order. Meddling Adults came out first. I launched it in the early first days of the pandemic, so like May of 2020. It is a charity podcast it's a game show where i host and i have people kyle's been on the show in the past i have people go head to head to try to solve children's mysteries from classics like encyclopedia brown or scooby-doo etc and then i just recap the the mysteries a couple per episode i let the folks guess who they think it is and why and then i award points based on how accurate the guess was or if they did anything particularly silly i'll throw out some bonus points and then whoever gets the most points earns money for a charity of their choosing and then we just all the proceeds from the podcast go to charity. So, you know, we pay 
the editor and and all the various expenses that come with making a podcast but then everything else that comes in whether it is patreon money or ad money or merch sales or live shows like all that stuff just cool. goes to charity so i've been able to raise a couple thousand bucks so far and i'm currently in production on season four so i'm excited to you know try to put some some good out in the world while having fun and getting to see us all be just as bad as solving those mysteries yeah, as we were perfect. when we were kids it is really hard yeah. <laughs> really hard encyclopedia brown tough like that yeah. guy's a smart cookie he's a really smart <laughs> kid so sick. and then modern muckraker is a very different podcast that i've made but it was incredibly fun it's a scripted show it's a show that is made to sound like a deep dive investigative journalism show so it would sound like something that you'd listen to from npr or new york times or whatever but inherently the questions that we are asking even though we present them in a serious way the questions we're asking are inherently silly so the four episodes we did in season one were when should spider-man take the subway instead of web swinging how many ihop locations can you visit and eat free pancakes at during one national free pancake day uh is the budget of east high school from high school musical <laughs> realistic for a public school in no. albuquerque new mexico and uh yeah pretty much now and then if you lost half of an orchestra what remaining instruments would produce the worst possible sound so i talked to highly overqualified people and did very serious interviews with them about these ridiculous questions and we had a whole team of it i had writers they, we had someone running the show we had sound designers and people making music there was so much production went into it which was super fun and those four episodes are some of the, the most fun that i've had podcasting and it was just just an absolute blast and i it just like got to my favorite thing which is like being super specific yeah. and nerding out like this kind of stuff where you're drafting fictional quidditch teams like that's the stuff i like the most so for me to be able to do that in a podcast but then also like basically make fun of true crime shows while i'm doing it Perfect. was just uh, a blast that's such half. a fun idea i love that a lot um all right you guys have anything else before we skedaddle all right um shoops thanks so much for being on here man this was this was so fun Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. And I got to say, you guys are doing very well in the graphic department. Every time Kyle tweets out an appearance and I see the uh, the graphics that you guys are doing, That's they are top-notch stuff. So I have, I have, Ty, it's good, man. I noticed the stuff. So that when Kyle sent the email, I was like, oh, these are the guys that do the good graphics. <laughs> Hell yeah, I'll do it. Um, I <laughs> might have to shoot you an email. We've been trying to do a Percy Jackson episode for a long time because of how much we love it. We cannot figure out a topic. Okay. We can't figure out something to rank within the Percy Jackson universe that hmm. wouldn't lead to us having the same list. Um, so my initial thoughts, and this is, I'm only like at the beginning mm -hmm. of book three, you could just rank like the, the gods based on their portrayals in the books. Like who's just the best so far. I've only met yeah. like a handful of them, but you could, you could rank the gods. You could try to rank like, Maybe you could draft like a capture the flag team Ooh, based off the campers that you know. Um, so you could do that. Uh, you could rank, uh, maybe if there's enough, I don't know if there's enough, but it seems like everybody has a signature weapon. Yeah. Like Percy's got Riptide, Annabeth has her bronze sword or her invisibility hat. Grover has his reed pipes where he can like control plants and make them do stuff. Luke has his incredibly poorly named really sword bad. backbiter. Like it's so bad. The like really the backstabbing yeah. villain sword and is named backbiter. Are you kidding me? Just, yeah. 
like really it's rough, it, oh, it's the it's uh, i mean but but at the same time it's perfect because that is exactly what a <laughs> 17 year old kid would name his sword like that's why rick is so good like it's so bad but that's what makes it perfect uh you could rank like the best signature weapons there's there's a lot of choices and if you do that uh i'll i would gladly gladly come through and talk about it once right. i finish the right, books right, and right, then i'm fully spoiler free perfect <laughs> well i will uh i will certainly shoot you an email if we if we manage to put that on the schedule i really appreciate it i thought this was a blast let's go, let's go ahead and get out of here Thank you for listening to the Rankings. Please rate and review us wherever you listen to podcasts. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at RankingsPod. Don't forget the double K in the middle. Join our Discord. It's free, and you can find the link in our social media bios and our show notes here. We will be back with a new episode next week. Until then, what's the point of being an international Quidditch player if all the good-looking girls are taken? Bye. See ya. Great quote. Great quote from Crumb. Underrated. (laughs) 